to the Vigilante 1939 podcast, the father-son best friend dynamic, a podcast where we talk all things DC, Marvel, Star Wars, and more. In this week's episode, boy, we got a plethora, a plethora, some might say, of topics here to say that there's so much that I can't even remember all the stuff that we got here talking about. So joining me each and every week, my name is Xenic, and I can't do this alone. So joining me each and every week are Nico and his father, Nick Caruso Jr., gentlemen how are you guys doing they're doing real good man i uh i i think i know there's a lot of stuff it's just i i was not on twitter as much as i usually have been so i'm kind of excited there's some things you guys are probably going to bring up that i don't know but looking forward to it yeah it's always fun when there's um a long list a long uh, checklist a long smorgasbord of things to talk about uh and it's funny every time we wait a little bit um, we normally record on Sunday, the episode drop Monday, and sometimes we wait, record Monday nights and drop the episode Tuesday. Every time we make that choice to wait, there's always like a lot of stuff that happens, like the late news that came out late evening yesterday that's going to make Zeddy go flying, and then there was some cool stuff today. Um, mm-hmm. Like re- like really small, random stuff today, but um, it all amounts to a lot, so we won't waste any time. We'll get right into it, as the kids Hell say, yeah. get into it. Yeet. Yeet. Oh, wow. Yeet. I'm so proud of dad for using a yeet successfully. Yeet. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, right. Well, before we get into all that, we got we got some house cleaning business here, stuff to do here. So, obviously, we're on Apple Podcasts, and obviously, the thing that we always encourage each and every week is to leave a rating and a review. And if you leave a review, we're very, very happy to read that review on air here. So, we got a new review. That came in from CMJ1923, titled Love This Podcast. Five-star review. Thank you. And he goes on to write, I have listened to multiple podcasts covering my favorite topics over the years, but this one has been my favorite since I first found it. You guys are great, and I feel like it's just a group of friends talking about our favorite things. Keep it up. I'm a fan for life. Wow. Much love, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Or sister, or I'm not sure, but thank you so much. Yeah. I think I know who it's from. I just want to be fair, but wow, what a show. Thank you. Or what a show. What a review. Thank you so much. Um, that's our goal to just kind of be three, three pals talking. And um, I'm glad that's resonating because we always said that this was a hobby for us. It, it was a way to get out our thoughts and find other people who feel the same way. And we always said when it starts feeling like a job or we're doing it robotically, we're going to stop. So I'm, I'm glad that that message is still, is still conveying. Yeah. I really appreciate it. We're going to keep doing this unless I reach a euphoric state on December 16th. Yeah. I might not, <laughs> I might not physically be on this earth. Um, so, I might spiritually transcend to a different, if it's, uh, it could just be a mic drop, like where I just leave. 
<laughs> well, we can't leave everybody waiting too long here. I mean, they're going to want to hear our thoughts here. On well, that, I'm, on this, not, I'm telling you, whatever this, happens I mean, to me in that theater, I might, oh boy. I might elevate. I might ascend <laughs> to some sort of afterlife where, you know, Tobey Maguire's there. There you go. And yeah. we just spend eternity talking about how he's the greatest of all time. Which have you been following Nico on Twitter, which I know all of you are. Cause, 12, uh, days of Toby. Obvious reason. 12 days of Toby. 12 days of Toby. What are we, day number two here? Day number two of the 12 day days num- of Toby. Oh, boy. In wow. anticipation for Spider-Man No Way Home, in which he may or may not return. So if you're doing 12 days of Toby, should I do half that and do six days of Andrew? You yeah. can do whatever you Why want. Not? You can sure. do whatever you want. <laughs> I would. Screw it. Do 10 days of Andrew starting tomorrow. There you go. And, and and I'll do three days of Tom. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, well, Tom, but... Tom, Tom's okay. Yeah. He's, hey, three, he's three movies. Three I respect movies, Tom man. Holland a lot, and I think I'm going to fully, fully love him and embrace him after this film. But that is neither here nor there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you so much again for the review. And as always, if you want to leave a review, head over to Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Leave a review, and we will read it on air. So. All right, moving along here. As last episode, we obviously did our Q&A. We thank everybody again for the questions. And we actually got a question that was sent in to us a little bit late. But you sent in the question, so we're going to take the time to answer it. So this will always answer the questions, no matter if they're on time, late, or somehow before. <laughs> but if they're somehow before, that means they're on time. So forget my last sentence. Zeddy, please read the question. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So... That Chris Evans Zero, our guy Chris over here, this wanted guy. to know, are there any particular events from comics, DC, or Marvel that you guys would like to see adapted to a film? I'd also accept my dream team up that involves Howard the Duck as an answer. So, Mr. C, do you have a dream uh, at a, that you'd like to see adapted to a film, whether that's Marvel or I DC? Do. Any particular event? I want... I want... I want Warner Brothers. I knew it. To go big, bigger than the hierarchy that's going to change that The Rock keeps trying to force down my throat, which, of course, I'm in for. But I want them to do it. And everyone knows what I'm talking about. I want Crisis on Infinite Earths. I want them to spend billions. I want them to bankrupt the company if it's a failure and just quit and start all over again. But I want them to do it. Why not, man? We got Endgame, right? Whatever they're doing here with the Flash movie and some of the stuff coming afterwards. And I don't see why it can't be done. I really don't. And it can, and everybody should, everybody and anybody should be in it. And it should be that story, it should be an adaptation. I know we got a little taste of it on the CW, but I mean, this should be really a full-fledged wow. thing involving Darkseid and the Anti-Monitor and, and the Green Lanterns and everything. So, yes, my dream would be that I am so lucky and blessed to almost see everything that I could possibly want. I think that's probably the last thing for me mm-hmm. because I think the other thing that I really want to see, S versus V, is coming. And I think we'll talk about that later. I think we got some confirmation. So I want Crisis on Infinite Earth. Just in case that went over people's head, because it just took me a few seconds to realize, what do you mean by SV? <laughs> you know what I mean. 
Yumi, Spider Man, Spider Man. Yeah. The SV was very vague. I'm like, this special <laughs> law and order. Like, what is this guy going for? I don't know. It's Venom. Steady, I bet I could guess yours, but I'm not. Don't say it first, and I'll tell you if that's what I thought it was. Say it. Say it. Uh, I mean, I, I did have two of them, so obviously, of course, the one that I'm sure Nico's going to guess is Batman Beyond. That's literally the one that I can say as a fan that I think I can say that I've seen everything that I think I've needed and wanted to see as a, I had a specific as a fan. But from you, yeah, I I, I I think I think yeah. I think you know I think you know which one I'm going. Um, the other one I'm actually going to go is just a little bit smaller, and it's actually one that I think could be a little more realistic, and it's actually. Uh, with background Supergirl obviously coming in the end of the DC universe, obviously, you know, with Leslie Grace and Sasha Kaye. Um, I would love to see like a team up movie, but in the form of like a pub uh public enemies storyline. Mm. I think that could be really cool. So obviously not like verbatim, like maybe Ooh. switching on them, but I think that could be really, really cool. Instead with of a Kaya and Grace. Yeah, you know, cool. instead of like a versus, maybe just do background supergirl public enemies or something like that. Do like a little spin on that. That one gets me excited. That one, that yeah. one's cool, and of course, Dad, I do like yours too, which is what I think they should build to. If, if you know, if one don't do the animated, yeah. forget about that animated crap. Um, Put Zeddy, your money where your mouth is. Zeddy, I was gonna <laughs> guess you want to see Return of the Joker. Oh my goodness, is what my guess would have been. Like it, it would have been specifically Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. I think. Yeah, hands down, one hundred percent. All right, I have, I have two, a one. I think we're going to get, which is cool, and I've talked about it on the show, and I've tweeted about it. I've made my own headcanon of it. I know I technically already have it, but I want a better version of the Spider-Man black suit build to Venom. Mm -hmm. And I actually think the way they might do it now would work better for the movies if it's a little sped up. Um, I don't necessarily think you need to show Holland go through a whole battle of it already. I think you could just have him have it and create a conflict where he needs to get it off himself right away, where he only has it on a little bit. Um, and it can be the actual reason why him and Venom team up as opposed to, you know, them fighting because Venom has become such a popular anti-hero in the comics. He's basically a good guy. He has not been bad in a long, 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 long time. Mm. So I'm... It's shocking that I'm saying this. I'm not looking for him to have Venom as like a villain outside of a small conflict. Um, but a real one that I think would be sick, but they, I don't think they would ever do it, but I would love to see Tower of Babel. Mm, that'd I be think really that cool. would be an awesome that is one. An excellent. Yeah. Because you could make that this crazy Justice League like thriller movie. You know, and you put Batman at the center of it, and um, man, and there's some great Superman Batman moments, especially at the end of that story. So that would be a really cool story for me if they ever were to do Tower of Babel. Yeah. I, I don't know how it would play out for an audience as a movie because it's you know, it's like that moral craziness. But um, man, I would love Tower of Babel. Dude, that story a, stands great, out to me a lot. That's a great choice. Yeah. I, yeah, it's one of my favorite. It's not in like my top five favorite comic stories, but it's up there. But it's just re it's really compelling. Mm -hmm. it, it raises a really powerful question of like, is Batman right or wrong in having, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and I think watching 
we, we haven't really seen that, especially not from Marvel either, where like one hero has the contingencies for all of them. And yeah, we see the, the effect that has, I don't know. I think it could be really, <clears throat> really cool. Mm. I love it. Man. I love that. Tower, Tower of Babel. Spoiler. Batman's always right. Yeah. <laughs> Usually. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Usually. So I think those are all really, really great choices. Obviously, Chris, thanks so much for sending in. That question, and again, it doesn't always have to be Q and A. If you guys ever want to send us a question, I mean, feel free to tweet us at Vigilante1989, and we would love to answer any question that you guys send us in, not just Q and A related. So, all right, gentlemen, let's get into the topic. So, obviously, first and foremost, we're gonna kick right everything off with Hawkeye, episode three, Mister C, kick us off. Or obviously, more, more, more in the echo here. You know, we get some really cool bow and arrow action. Obviously, with uh, with Kate and Clint here, so more of the story kind of takes takes center stage here. So just uh, walk us through what you thought of episode three, Mister C. Yeah, another great episode in this series, which continues to impress me and delight me way more than I ever thought possible. I know nothing of Echo after this episode. I am deeply touched and moved by her story. I thought they did an absolutely wonderful job of kind of developing the whole thing in like the first five to seven minutes of the episode. I think we got a little tease of her big uncle, which was kind of cool. And what really, really thrilled me with this episode was the action and the dynamic team up of uh, Kate and Clint. And I was telling Nico, I was looking to him at him the whole episode, just grinning the arrow play in this episode was the stuff that I've read about since the mid seventies and on. I was a arrow fan through the first couple years. And I had asked him, did we ever see the trick arrows much in that series? I don't know. Zeddy, maybe you can answer that question because to me, this was pure comic book fun, all the different variations of what they were doing. And I'm going to, I know we got so much stuff to cover. I don't want to get into a whole bunch of stuff, but, the other thing that I really loved too was the ending of the episode. Once again, it was it was I was watching it, enjoying it, and then we have that little bit of a surprise ending, and I'm like, "Wow, it's over!" So I am in for this show. I think they're doing a great job. I'm absolutely amazed on their fourth series that each one of them is so different that you don't even tie in or have any thoughts of the other series. You're you're so in the moment in these series, mm-hmm. good or bad, if you like them or you don't. I happen to like all of them, some a little more than others. But again, it's it's so much fun for me. I yep. seriously wished I put down money somewhere at the beginning of this year. Because like, if you would have told me that my father was going to enjoy WandaVision, Loki, and Hawkeye, I would have told you there's no chance yeah. in hell he ends up liking <laughs> all three of those shows let alone one. Um, it's really impressive. This is my favorite episode of the three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't, this is not hyperbolic. Uh, I literally think Haley Steinfeld is a national treasure when it comes to the MCU right now. Um, the way she plays Kate, it, it's so, it's so engaging. It's so magnetic. 
she's awesome. She's playing the role well. You want, I want more of her. I want her to lead the Young Avengers now. I want a spinoff film. I want a spinoff animated series with her doing the voice, whatever. She's so cool. The, the eagerness to be a hero, and yet she also has these great instincts and, and level of compassion for Clint, and, and, and she's trying to show him what he is to, what he means to her and so many people without necessarily directly saying it. The All the Trick Arrow stuff was awesome. I wish we saw that a little more in the films with Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm surprised we never We only saw a saw couple, that. like maybe an yeah. exploding... Maybe when they put Ant-Man on the end of it, that was cool. But I really wish they did more. It's okay. This was really cool. Echo, I thought they uh, teed up and queued up her story very well, very effectively. It was short but sweet. I uh, played into the story well. And man, the chemistry between Steinfeld and Renner is still really, really great. And um, the one-take track se- or the one-take fight sequence with the tracksuit mob on the bridge is it's like one take for the first you know third of that fight it's really cool how they filmed that it was pure comic book fun uh there's nothing wrong with it at all is was some of it a little far-fetched absolutely but you know what the only thing my biggest qualm of this and i guess it's not really a qualm it's more of like a these disney plus shows really go for it i mean this is the first time we've actually seen hawkeye straight up like shoot arrows at people and like you see them connect like you see them like stick the people in the shoulder the ribs yeah yeah like i don't know those would kill some of them with the intensity that arrows coming at i'm like they always did a nice job of like in avengers one it's the tachari avengers two it's all the robots civil war he's not really hitting anyone and then an end game and you know when he's ronin of course he's killing people with the sword and then at the end they're fighting those cgi monsters this is the first time i've watched him like light up some humans with those arrows and it wasn't bad it was just jarring and every time you know we think about violence and stuff i'm like a couple of these disney plus shows really went for it this the john walker stuff yeah the boba fett stuff in mando when in the mando finale when he's when when he's straight up when he's straight up smat when he sneaks up behind the guy and absolutely breaks his neck and then he stabs yep. the other guy through the chest i'm like those are people man uh I, I was just that's something that caught me off guard once again it didn't detract from the episode but i'm like wow they really kind of go for it here and uh it's interesting yeah it's very it's good pretty wild yeah the ronin thing is still out there though you just brought that up though yep i'm still yeah, gonna need a little he... explanation how he went so dark but hopefully that gets addressed a little bit. Because if it doesn't, that will be one of the weak aspects of the writing of the show. But other than that, it's pure fun. You'll be a weak aspect. Yeah, definitely. I got to agree with you. You know, the whole archery stuff to me is obviously what was so fun about it. Because I know, Mr. you had mentioned, you know, if we got, you know, a lot of that arrow action, you know, in arrow, I guess. You know, I'm not too sure to my memory. I don't think we got that to that level of extent. Um, so just to see, like, all, like, the tricks in the bag like that, I mean... <laughs> Like, come on. I mean, it's what we wanted from Hawkeye all along. So I think that was really, really cool. Uh, the whole Echo stuff, I really, really done too. Obviously, you know, her being deaf, you know, mm. and discovering that a lot of the actors and actresses learned uh, ASL, you know, for, you know, just to kind of connect with her a little bit, make her feel a little bit more comfortable. So I kind of really respect that. You know, she's obviously bringing in the Daredevil people and spoiler for something that we're going to talk later on. Uh, we get a little bit of a Kingpin tea. So obviously, you know, the way that everything 
seemingly goes hand in hand with one another was was outstanding. And obviously that's Kingpin. So uh spoil, I think he probably is gonna be in episode four, which is really, really exciting again for the news that we're gonna talk about in quite a little bit here. But like you guys said here, I I'm I'm invested. So, you know, Echo kinda gets uh gets to come in the fold and I, I'm pretty excited to see where she goes from here. I'm pretty excited for her show and where the story goes from here. A lot of Ronin stuff still left to be unanswered. You know, how's Kate gonna react when she finds out that it really is Clint? I don't think that that's yet to be uh really addressed. And obviously Florence Pugh here where is, is answering the fray here. So you know yeah. that encounter is gonna add a lot of lot of lot of cool a lot of cool intrigue. So um there you go. So I'm I'm excited and I can't believe that we're on four now. So obviously after this week uh two more to go. That's that's it's insane. Just, wait, we didn't talk about potentially we saw the right hand of uh We said that the uncle. King Pin. Yeah. Yeah. Pin. The big there uncle. King the big uncle. King. The big uncle. Interesting. And he's in pure form or you know, life size form. Yeah. We don't quite know quite yet. But I think he's fine. I think he's fine. So um but all right, so obviously that's Hawkeye episode three. So Moving on, I cannot, I can't, I can't stop this one any further, guys. I hope you don't mind, but late last night here, late Sunday night, I got the confirmation that literally making me jump up and down on my bed, holy moly, Charlie <laughs> Cox's Daredevil is coming in the MCU. I am absolutely ecstatic. This is I'm unbelievable happy. news. I got a few thoughts that I told Nico late last night as to why this specifically might have dropped. Two weeks before No Way Home. Blink, blink, wake. Y'all probably might know where I'm going with this. Mr. C, kick us off here. The man without fear. The MCU will no longer be feared. No more. How do you feel? As someone who only watched like the first couple episodes of that show and, and really liked what I was watching and for some ungodly reason have never gone back, I'm embarrassed. I'm, I'm going to have to watch it. But I feel that based on everything I've heard that it's only right that he gets to reprise reprise his role as Daredevil going forward. Mm -hmm. And I think this is another one of those cases of they just get it right, the MCU. Kevin Feige just does it right. He does it better, bigger, bolder, and just is caters to the fans, right? Mm -hmm. It was a secret for a long time. There was all this kind of information, is he or isn't he? So... That's Charlie Cox coming back. Everybody loves him. I'm sure when I see it, I'm going to love him too. And so, hey, my again, my I tip of the cap to the MCU people for giving the people what they want. Because I tell you what, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you know, this is cool. I'm going to spin it a different way. Um, not because I don't think it's cool. I think it's cool. There's a lot of people happy. It should happen. I'm excited for it. I also need to watch the show. So Zeddy, Zach, all the people <laughs> trying to get me to watch this. I'm so, so sorry. I will. It's cool. He, that character in that show is pretty monumental for Marvel fans and for Netflix. So it's cool that the multiverse is happening now. They finally going to get that big budget, big yeah. respect. They deserve a lot of those characters. I'm almost hoping even though I haven't watched those, maybe hoping some more of those characters get to pop in and pop out. Um, Cause I can imagine as fun as it was for them, it kind of sucked to be like the little brother in a way and not even really get acknowledged and not be able to cross yep. over in the film sooner. Yep. I digress. I am utterly shocked 
Was Kevin Feige on some pills or some? I I don't know why he did that though. I do. I do. Why? Is that your answer? Because he's at No Way Home. Yep. Yeah. But yep. One hundred percent. Why not address that in press after? Yes, it'll be Charlie Cox if and when uh, you see him again. Because they can't keep everything a secret. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm, gu- I'm guessing that was part of the forty minutes that critics might have saw. This is just pure speculation. I don't know. My yeah. guess is that that's definitely something that would have leaked or gotten spoiled when the you know social media reviews or whatever go on. Somebody would have leaked that. Like I personally, my humble opinion. So I'm that's thinking. Because it's he's just it's just a little be be a little more reactionary, you know. Then all all the attention is on the Spideys. I think that's you know I think that's why. But Nico, please continue, no, sir. I, no, I was gonna say because he's definitely in that first forty minutes, like you said, right? Yeah, I would assume so. Or strongly hinted. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sense, but Zeddy, how do you feel about it? That's mainly yeah. about. I, I mean, I'm completely over the moon. I mean, I I've long said you know Daredevil is one of my favorite superhero. Shows ever made. I think it's one of the best TV shows I've ever watched, not superhero related. I think mm. Charlie Cox is literally perfect casting. I'm so happy that he gets to continue on in the role. And the point that you made, Nico, too, the fact that he gets to might actually interact with a Peter Parker Spider Man, what dreams are made of over here, oh, with all these other New York heroes. That's outstanding. And the fact that most of all of these other people, like Kingpin, I mean, Punisher could come back if they wanted. They could bring back another version of Electra. I mean, there's, there's yeah. just so many possibilities of that. You know, it makes total sense in the world that Kevin Feige is like, okay, what can I do now? What's more bold? What haven't I done yet? I gotta bring Daredevil in, right? I gotta expand New York City a little more. And yes, Kevin Feige could have casted his own Daredevil. I know there's that say, you know, he probably could have done his own origin story, but at the same time. You know, why mess with something that's already been done? It's much easier to just revive previous iterations of characters that are out there. The fans love him. You know, everybody wanted him back. Like you said, and nobody reads the room better than Kevin Feige. I'm sorry, I will stand on that hill. Mm-hmm. If there was ever anybody that was not going to come back in the MCU, it was those Netflix Marvel people. And what's he doing? They're probably all coming back. I'm sorry, that's probably is what's happening. He's a scholar. No one reads. No one reads the room better than better than Kevin Feige. Because readers are leaders. Eddie, continue. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if 100%. he gets his own series. If he gets his series too, like a season. I'll raise you. What? I think he's getting a feature film. I don't know. I don't know if he's big enough to get a feature film. Oh, baby. I don't think Charlie Cox. I don't think they're that crew is. Yeah. You they're think so? Okay. They're all big enough. Okay. Could you look at me right now? Yeah. They're you think they're big, big enough? enough? Okay. If, yeah. I know y'all couldn't see that, but he did look at me when yeah. I said that. <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to raise you. I might, I might bet you. I might, I might bet you and say he's serious. Look at me. Wow. I think he's look at me. I think he's getting look at me. serious. Look at me. Either, either would be awesome. Either would be awesome either way. Look at me. <laughs> Are you the real Batman? No. Well, then why do you dress up like him? <laughs> look at what me. What have you done? God, Look that's at such me. a scary scene. Look at me. That's such a scary scene. When he does you that. see, this is how crazy Gotham You, you have nothing to threaten me with. Nothing. <laughs> she's uh, at 2423 Street, and he's at 1534 Street. <laughs> you gotta save one of them. It's all part of the plan. They bring back... 
one Charlie Cox and everything's okay. Everything's okay. But when <laughs> one single person mentions Toby or Andrew, well, then everyone loses their minds. <laughs> all part of the plan. I'm not oh, a monster. God forbid we mention jail too. Oh, Do it too. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm not a monster and thinking Toby and Andrew are back. I'm just out of the curve. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Toby running? Why is he running? He did nothing wrong. Why, why didn't they tell anyone that they were in it, Dad? Because they can't, son. <laughs> because marketing, son. It would be a surprise if the night, son. So we have to act like they're not in it. We have to pretend they're not. We have to deny. Because um, he's, he's the web-slinging spider, son. Because he's the Lord. amazing Spider-Man. Uh, Good Lord. Because, oh, because they're silent guardians. Because they have to. Protectors, yeah. The greatest of all time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Keep going. I have no idea what we're talking no, about. No, I know. That's amazing. Oh, ow, oh, I cut myself. I got, I got some plasma on my finger over here. All right. Oh, man. All right. Be careful. Man, we're, we're, we're going to stick into the, you know, the Marvel Universe. But now we're going to go dip our feet into the Sony Waters here because Morbius got ourselves another, another look at the film, which looks utterly spectacular. If you ask me, but Mr. C kicks off here. Everybody's favorite living vampire is coming very, very soon here. Yeah, man. I tell you what, the way, the way that scene was shot is unbelievable. Um, the CGI, the special effects, a plus job on that. And, um, boy, to give us that's surprising to give us kind of a pivotal pivotal scene like that so they're they're definitely i always tell you guys when you see trailers with what they have to do so this this wasn't even a trailer it's it's a it's a it's a little piece of the film that's so important to it so yeah. i everybody knows how i feel man i think that i think that morbius opens the door for blade and for i think eternals did a little bit with that end credit scene with our guy kit and the ebony blade and man Scary times are coming to the MCU, and I couldn't be happier. Oh, yeah. This thing, I thought this thing was awesome. Morbius has continuously, I think, impressed everyone. I'm going to, even if you're not excited for it, I'm still going to use the word, I'm, I'm still going to use the royal everyone because I think this was a movie that everyone rolled their eyes about, especially like a general audience or some of the other people in this space throughout, you know, Twitter, blogs, YouTube, etc., and mm -hmm. everything they've shown is pretty good. And this clip was pretty epic. It was pretty scary. Yeah. The CGI is what I was the most impressed about. Looks great. The effects on Jared himself. And then when he's fighting, um, it looks, you know what it reminds me of? It looks like early 2000s comic book movie stuff, which yep. I kind of like. Yeah. Um, which, of course, some of my favorite uh, three to four of my favorite comic book films ever came out in that time. So surprise, surprise. And uh, Jared Leto's small bit of acting in this is entire is already entirely better than his whole performance in House of Gucci, um, which I think is great to see. I think he's great. Other than that, I'm really in for Morbius. I think I'm going to echo what uh, Chris Evans, our friend who called it, or he, he didn't call it, he wrote the question in the show. He's been saying for a while he thinks it's going to be a sleeper hit. I firmly agree with him. Especially because I think it's going to tie into this bigger Spider-Man mm. universe and there's going to be some goodies in there, especially at the end of the movie. 
Um, and Keaton's going to be in the movie as Tombs, which is still one of the best MCU villains still is the Vulture. So um, very excited for that. Hmm. Yeah, Morbius, I got the blood, not blood. I'm so sorry. I want you guys to know if you have not seen House of Gucci, what Zenik just did is yeah, actually what his performance brilliant. was. It. <laughs> That was actually, but that's what it was. Like, you guys think Zenik is doing, like, a bad job of, uh, no. He just did a picture-perfect impersonation of his performance in that movie. So don't watch House of Gucci. Just listen to what Zeddy did. And yeah. I want you to know it's two hours of Jared Leto doing that. No disrespect. I think he's great in most of the stuff he does, but... I'm a vampire. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a so happy. I I, 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 I think a Morbius is going to be a sleeper hit. It comes out in, in a great month of January. Everybody's going to go see it. I, I, I think it looks a lot different. It looks very special. I, I just, I'm excited for the vampire. Is he going to bite a lot of people? I think he is. I think there's a little, all the plasma. It's going to be amazing. It looks very, very scary. Boof. They wanted me to have the hand suckers, uh, but I said, give me the blood. Uh, make it red. Exactly. They gave me the Felicia. Where's the Felicia? Felicia. I got the red sauce. It's looking like a blood on it. I don't know what it is. Uh, I want to suck oh. your blood. Ah. Give me the itty this... bitty spider. Not oh. the one up the wall. This, this spinoff is oh, Morbio. Mor- Morbio. <laughs> Cousin Morbio. Oh, hey, Morbio. Hey, Morbio. <laughs> it was the Italian vampire from the Vatican yeah. in Rome. I mean, seriously, they could have did Leto just like has, a, oh, has one of those like... Uh, <laughs> All those romance novel cover like stories or whatever, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like a Fabio. Ma. Fabio. Oh. Morbio. Morbio. Cousin Morbio. Morbio. Cousin Morbio. Oh, oh we this. go So we go over to cousin Eddie. Eddie, oh, cousin Eddie. Oh my goodness, go over to dip in the toes. He's a very scary tall black man. Black figure oh, over there. So oh, oh my god. All right, there you go. So, I also uh, was the Joker, uh, yeah, but they yeah. didn't like me. Uh, <laughs> with my grills in my lap, I said, ah, ha, ha. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Right. That's amazing. Ooh. All right, fellas. We got one nice. more announcement here in the, in the Sony-verse, and that is oh, Amy wow. Pascal. Seemingly, I believe it happened next to Kevin Feige. If not, I apologize. But she seemingly, I guess, threw out there that what I guess should come as to no shocker, I guess, to me, is that Venom 3 is in early development. Tom Hardy, of course, expected to yeah. reprise his role in Venom 3. So, Mr. C, what would appear to be a no-brainer, I guess, uh, gets further confirmation. Maybe a little post-No Way Home hint here. I, I would assume so. What do you think, Mr. C? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out here, I, I guess, in my mind, I was thinking the next Spider-Man movie would lead to that culmination of Venom. So maybe it begins in Venom 3 and continues over. But I think it's just, it's it's nice that they're talking about it, right? And it's nice yeah. that we assume it. But again, these MCU people know how to read the room. They've got hot properties, and they're not holding back. They're just telling you you're going to get just about everything that you want. Yeah, dude, it's a W. Hashtag everyone loves Venom. Told you, people right. love them. 
Both movies are hits. Let's do it. Fire up the third. Cross them over with Spidey. Do whatever. I love this news. It was inevitable, but I love this news, and I love how quick it, it, it feels yeah. like this is happening. I agree. Possibilities mm-hmm. are endless. 100%. Speaking of possibilities being endless here, Nico, I think... Uh... I think what maybe Venom they could be here a little, a little heist movie here with the with the symbiote action if you if you Dude. get what I'm inferring here it's all it's all, all I'm gonna say you know I I think Venom three might look a lot a lot different here you know maybe uh maybe the symbiote might not be on uh Venom in this movie I don't know wink 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 so I don't know maybe like maybe maybe we'll he won't he won't be the only person with what a black costume in the movie I don't know well, that's, don't know. that saying. would be the dream that would be Just the dream. Saying. Just saying. That would be the so. dream. The dream. The dream. Dream. <laughs> Do we wrap up the Sony trilogy here with uh, another multiverse thing? We sure do. Kick it off here. Kick it off. Go kick it. Spider Verse Two across the Spider Verse Part One. Part One, which means there's more coming. Uh, it's a little tease. We get Miles and Gwen aged up. Gwen, if you don't know, voiced by Haley Steinfeld, who's one of the queens of Marvel right now. Um, and then we get some action. Spidey 2099, a little Miguel O'Hara uh, getting in there. And then, man, a lot of flashes of different colored logos teasing. Maybe we get Ben Riley. Maybe we get characters like Silk, um, Spider-Woman, maybe more. I'm I I think the first one is an animated masterpiece. It's an Oscar-winning film for best animated series. I love Into the Spider-Verse so much. I couldn't be more thrilled for this really cool uh, tease for part two. I'm ready, man. Give me more Miles. Give me more Gwen. I think they're they're really cool characters that are actually better in this format. Yeah, and I think it kind of answers the question we were talking about last week about Miles. How I it would appear that he his He's going to lead the animated crusader, I would say, for the next three to four years. And then I believe we'll see his his grand entrance into the cinematic universe. So I think anybody that was um because we've always said that, right, that they're sitting on a on a on a on a just like a gold mine here with him. Mm-hmm. I think that they're going to slow play this thing and they don't want to. They don't want to reveal everything right away. So I do think we'll get the Venoms and the Spider-Man, a couple movies, and and Miles is going to thrive in this animated thing. But he is, he's due for a live-action thing. And it's common, but it's it's not as quick as we think, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, Spider-Man 2099, I mean, come on, I mean. What what I mean? You thought the first movie gave you like tons of Spider-Man lore, right? I mean, you know, to see Miles a little more aged up here, right? I mean, I would like to think that this thing probably ends with Miles probably either ending college or maybe as a full-blown adult, kind of a nice way, you know, Toy Story style, maybe where he's probably ready to move on, you know, to the the greater live-action film side. I think, because I mean, a part one, obviously, he's getting a trilogy, which is awesome for Miles Morales fans. I mean let alone what he's doing in the PlayStation side of things, right? I mean, he's getting, I would assume he's getting three games in a video game side, and he's going to get three movie side, let alone animated. So I think that's that's incredible. And I mean, the first one introduced the multiverse, you got to think this is way more shattered dimensions, probably in this movie. So that's awesome. I mean, Spider-Man 2099, voiced by Oscar Isaac. Uh, outstanding. I mean, what, what they're going to do in these, in part one, let alone part one, to me, I mean, just bring it on. It, it, it looks amazing. It, it's October of next year, too. So, 
man, are we just going to be eat- continuing to be eating good, man. I- I'm so excited for this thing. This thing's going to be so cool. So cool. And, I- and I'm happy for a guy like Oscar Isaacson because he's, he's not in a lot of things, you know. So it's cool for him to uh... – <laughs> cool I, thought him was, to... I thought he was serious for a second. <laughs> I like the fact that they're giving him a shot here, you know what I mean? <laughs> See enough of him, I was about know? to go wait. Oh, we don't see enough of Alaska. He's everywhere. <laughs> He's like a pizza everywhere. <laughs> oh, ravioli. Can they give some? No, I love him, man. But I mean, let there's some other but people if out anyone's there, gonna yeah. voice Miguel O'Hara, I'm it's also a moon night. That's a coming too. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, it is a full moon. It's a full moon. <laughs> He's another franchise king, man, huh? Um, wow. I will, yeah, say, man. I will say Here's that. my closing thoughts on Spider-Verse. These things are all going to connect. Mm-hmm. MCU. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sony live action. Sony animated. I bet this is the Miles you'll see in live action. Yeah. Like, he's going to have, like, he's going to reference the fact that all these stories happened. Mm. Could be. And you're gonna get a Spider Gwen that pops up in live action, but it's it's oh, gonna man. be like from this. How does Ben Affleck's Batman fit into any of this? Um, <laughs> on HBO Max. In 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 the Batgirl movie. In the Batgirl movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Still don't know. Oh yeah. Keaton or Affleck. Oh man. I down, someone's winning money either way. Yeah. Someone is really winning. Someone's winning. Oh man! All right, we got one last Bible thing here to talk about, and then we're gonna no. move over. Is there a bet that I don't know about? Or no, 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 but we should. Okay, we should start wow. putting more money on all this stuff, man. I'd be really rich because of all be. the stuff that came true in 2021 you for me. Be. But then I would lose a lot in 2022. You would be. Sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Well, nobody wants to lose anything here. Nobody wants to lose anything. So. Uh, but, you know, gentlemen, what you guys should do is hold on to all your wings here. Hold on to all your brass wings. All ten of them. Because uh, Shang-Chi here getting a sequel. And I think maybe there's some way that there might be possibly a Disney Plus series in development over there. So, yep. Mr. C, of course, one of the... Uh, we obviously saw Shang-Chi, you know, in the theater. We didn't anticipate this is probably not going to be the last that we see of this character. So, lo and behold... Everybody's coming back. I believe it's the same director, the same writer. Obviously, yep. Simu Liu is probably, I would assume so, is coming back. So what do you, what do you think of Shang-Chi 2, Mr. C? Yeah, I, when I saw the movie, I said I, I it's a character in, in his world and this in the characters with him. Sporting cast that I want to see more of. So I'm excited about that. I really enjoyed the first movie. I thought it went off the rails a little bit in the third act. <laughs> I think that the Eternals creatures <laughs> and the dragons, um, Fing Fang Foom or whatever, and there's and I love Fing Fang Foom from the comics, but I, I'm not looking for that movie when the Eternals, what is it, the Deviants, <laughs> the creatures. So uh, I had enough of those things, but yeah, man, I'm I I listen, I I'm looking to see more of that whole gang. I think it's cool. So. I missed this. So they announced the movie sequel. Yeah. And then a possible spinoff for a series, right? Correct. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Shang-Chi. I thought it was great. Uh, I think the third act CGI nonsense maybe separated from being a, a, a truly top tier Marvel MCU film, but it's, it's certainly a very good one. It's certainly top half. It's certainly in the top half for me. Uh, 
Lou was outstanding as the lead. Cannot wait to see him back. Can't wait to see him interact with other characters, too. I want to see him in just more than this. I assume the series is going to maybe involve his sister, um, or maybe it's a prequel about the rings or something. I think it's very cool, because the director's doing both. He's doing the movie and the show, or at least he's overseeing the show, which I think is awesome. I think it's his dad mom just dancing for, like, 10 episodes. (laughs) Hey, I watch it, because their choreography in that film is outstanding. Um, yeah, the, it's only, the only thing I don't want to see more of is I don't want to see any more of that. <laughs> you just love the dog up because there's an incredible <laughs> grounded family story that was shelved yeah. for the CGI yeah. nonsense that was decent at first, but then it got over the top to the point where I couldn't even like keep my eyes on the screen because I felt like I was gonna have a I felt like I was gonna get Vertigo, which is a great song by you two. Yeah. Um, it's something I'm crying on the movie. It's a really good no, movie. The movie. Excited for the sequel. Uh, yeah. It's a really good movie. I think we, if you go back to the podcast, I think we all kind of yeah. felt the same. Where yeah. It's just that third act. I, I, I had to turn and look at my watch a couple times, and and some of the like you said were, they were killing each other, and then all of a sudden they decided. To yeah, work. it's very. Some strange. of that was kind of strange. It's like if Zeddy got killed right next yeah. to me, and then I'm like teaming up with the guy. The guy like, no, killed. man. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's cool. I'm gonna team up with them, but then I'm gonna kill him too. Yeah, like yeah, I'm right. gonna put him in the ground because you because you can't kill my boys any like right. that. I'm gonna say, well, first of all, if that happens, I'm you know I'm getting back, coming back to life and haunting everyone. You again. really can't yeah. kill him anyway. So yeah, you really can't kill me. What's wrong with you? Come on, inevitable. inevitable. It's like when Jojo Rabbit. It seems I could never die. <laughs> and he goes to his friend, Yogi, you're still alive. Yeah, it seems I could never die. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's the kid from Home Sweet Home Alone 2 or whatever. Which apparently is just awful. It's supposed to be an awful movie. Lord Jesus. Yeah. Parents, stop leaving your kids home alone here. Jesus, what's going on? Mr. C, you never left. I never left Nico home alone here. My parents never left me home alone. Jeez. Now we're afraid to leave him home alone at the age in the middle twenties. But <laughs> yeah, but at those ages, Zeddy, you know that we were we, we were very attentive. Just gonna throw a huge banger at the house, Mister. Toilet paper all straight up bang, straight up bang, straight up banger. All bangers all the time. All bangers. All this looks bang- like an asshole's party, and I was specifically told you it, that should not be an asshole party. <laughs> Whose playlist is this? I said bangers. There's no bangers on here. All bangers all the time. So many impressions oh, this episode. I yeah. Well, I know. It's Do you amazing. know that Captain Roy's party, I think they had a, a Zack Center's Justice League continuously played in the treehouse. It was just it just kept playing on repeat, you know. Well, because him and Zack Snyder are friends. That's right. That's right. He's yeah. got an IP, you know. He's got the IP, He's which the I IP. think we need to pump. I just I don't understand. Why Warner Brothers is sitting on a gold mine right now, and I just don't understand. Okay, okay. So I'm saying, I think what they need to do is, I think they need to scale back, invest, get this guy back out there, and uh, and crack some skulls. All right, because he's got balls, and I think I think people like balls. I think people love when a guy has balls to put it out there, or, or else like, what the fuck are we doing? You know. If you don't watch that show, you don't. You won't get that joke. Oh, oh my god! So I'm just making a joke. It yeah. would appear as if Zack Snyder's Justice League is loved globally, wouldn't you guys say? I would say yes. I would say it's the blueprint, and it's a global phenomenon. Yes, I would. And that, Logan would say, and, Logan... and apparently, it was the only superhero film <laughs> to crack Variety's ten movies. <laughs> Best ten movies of the year. W. W. 
Massive but, W. But what Roman Roy would say, when isn't that the fucking film where Superman, he like, he like fucking cries about his mom and then like he fucking helps him or some shit. I think it was kind of like, I think they had like sexual tension the whole film and I think they just should have like had sex. I mean, I mean, Jesus, you know, like whatever. I think that's interesting anyway, if Superman and Batman were together. Greg's like, yeah, isn't that, um, you know, I, I like the one with, um, with the Heath Ledger, that, that, that yeah. Batman one was, uh, was good, I think. I think I remember that one being good. There you go. And meanwhile, Kendall's over here like, Superhero. so can we play it? So can we play it? Like, can we do it now? Can we, can we do it? And do you think we could call Zach and get him on the phone and fire yeah. that up now? I mean, Cavill's in the back. I mean, he's making The Witcher, but like he'll come back right away. And Affleck, if you tell J-Lo, <laughs> he'll, he'll, she'll kick him in the gear. Trust me. It, because she's a friend. Um, oh. Wow. Oh, man. I don't even know where to go from here. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, this episode. Yeah. Well, obviously, cool, cool for cool for Shang Chi. I would, you know, it was widely speculated that he's probably going to be a big player in the MCU going forward. So obviously, him getting a sequel is a no-brainer. Mainstream mm-hmm. seen event, any other big Avengers probably going to be in that film. I would assume so, uh, which is cool nonetheless. So, all right, guys, let's move back over into the DC side of things. We have DC got a lot of DC today. stuff here, so. Ooh. First and foremost, this one's very, very exciting. It's been one that we've been really tracking as of late, especially in the last couple months, and that is uh, Batgirl enters production, yeah. filming in front of cameras. It is officially happening. It's going to be a film on HBO Max. So obviously, Mr. C kicks off for another DC film in production. Hopefully, it don't take three years to hit screens, but I digress. Yeah, the whole vibe of this whole production is fantastic with these directors. Yeah, dude, they're cool. The, um, the little birthday picture with Brendan Fraser... Yeah. Uh, it makes you feel like, how can I put it? They make me feel like a kid. You know, they make me feel like they're, they're like the in people, you know, they make, mm-hmm, they make us mm-hmm, feel like mm-hmm. we're, we all got a seat at this, at this table. We're all invited to this party. And again, I, I like that when these directors do that, because I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think bad girl has a chance to be really, really special. In the way that Gal elevated Wonder Woman. I'm a little sad that it's still an HBO Max movie, but mm-hmm. I'm not gonna not gonna cry about that. I think this Batgirl project has some talent everywhere. And I'm looking at this Leslie Grace thinking that she could she could be the next shining example here for not just young girls and women, but for all of us here looking to see Babs on the big screen. It's hard to follow that. Um, dude, I'm stoked for this. Glad it's in front of cameras. I echo what my dad said. These directors are cool. Yeah. Active on socials, you know? Yep. Leslie Gray's active on socials, showing you that she's on set, showing you that she's getting her hair, hair dyed. Colored. My God. Great. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Holt, who's doing the score, who did a stellar job with uh, with Loki. Tease like the oh, tease like the GCPD logo. Yeah. You get Brendan Fraser, them saying happy birthday. This movie's gonna be something special. Like I said, like I've said before, I'm gonna agree with my dad now. Kinda wish it was theatrical. But I think it's gonna be the HBO Max hit that they need, at least from a film standpoint. I'm excited for this. It 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 has all the makings of of something special. JK Simmons coming back as Gordon. Man, I'm pumped for this movie. I hope it comes out sooner than later. And um, let's let Babs become an A-list 
film character. Let's do it. Let's bring her into the do mainstream. It, do it. Oh, can't yeah. wait to see all those Batgirl costumes in about two years. I can't wait to see them, man. I can't <laughs> wait to see the Halloween. I can't wait to see the kids with the toys, merch. Um, yep. And I can't wait for her to explode into stardom more than she yeah. already is starting to. So I'm I'm really excited for Babs. We're, yeah. we're bananas for Babs. Mm-hmm. Bat shit for Babs. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, this this is incredible. I mean, you know, the one thing that we've been clamoring for was, you know, we just want movement on these projects, right? And Batgirl certainly got the, probably the most fast-track movement out of everything that they've kind of seemingly had in development, which is which is awesome. It shows massive confidence that they're excited to get this thing rolling. I love the talent behind and in front of Camera, everything looks cool. There's some really, really cool things that, you know, she's going to be Officer Barbara Gordon, which I've kind of had some theories that I think it's going to be very, very Batman Begins which if you look at the logo, it actually looks like it might be uh, inspired by Batman Begins. So a lot of Batgirl year one ish. And I could easily see where, you know, she's Officer Barbara Gordon in the movie. Maybe she ends up being like Lieutenant, you know, much like her dad, you know, much like the way Batman Begins and So. I've kind of already got my head canner. I think this is maybe how she meets Dick Grayson. Just saying, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think that 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 could be, that could be really really cool. But I- I'm excited, man. I mean, you, you got to know that that costume reveal is probably gonna happen sooner rather than later. If they're already filming, right? I mean, you would, I would think those directors are gonna get a jump on it. So another exciting thing here, man. The Batman in March. I would like to think that that costume is probably getting revealed in the next month or two. I'm gonna widely speculate, if not sooner. I mean, who knows? Maybe Christmas. I don't know. I mean, they're shooting, so unless they're going to save all the backo stuff till early next year, I don't know. I so. don't think so. Those guys are pretty active. I think they're looking to create the buzz, keep it going. They know how to work it. They know how to work it, these guys. Yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? 100%. 100%. I might hire those guys to, you know, to help promote the show a little bit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, all right, let's stick on the... Will you What's guys that? die your hair? Would you die I'd your hair? die it for Babs. Let's do it. Oh, hell yeah. Ready? Let's do it. Hey, I'd, I'd walk on the ground for Leslie Grace's Batgirl, okay? There you go. Much I'd like be... Ben Affleck would have been an ape for Matt Reeves, okay? Come on now. <laughs> oh, man. But, all right, let's stick on the HBO Max train here. So, obviously, you know, we're, we're big fans of peace, you know? Uh Pardon, you know, what people might contrary to people, what people might think. We're big fans of peace here, whatever it takes. Uh, so, Mr. C, obviously, we got, uh, we got our first, I guess, is our first official trailer, or second uh, trailer of Peacemaker, which Nico is so graciously showing that is a fantastic sweatshirt that he's wearing. Uh, kick us off here, Peacemaker. is going to be the first DC, piece of DC content that hits our, hits our feet here next year. Yeah, I... My interest is. I knew kinda, you were going to be a buzzkill for this one. I'm sorry. This is where I got to temper it a little bit here. I, the more I see of this show, how can I put this to you? Just I don't, I don't want to see anymore. I just want to see the show. Uh-huh. I think they've showed enough. We've seen already. There's from nothing. All of a sudden, James Gunn is like giving you a lot. Like I. He was pretty coy with the Suicide Squad, making us wait forever. And then it's like all of a sudden we got like kind of a, a like two or three teases, and now this long piece. And then there was the one with the um, where the guy's like the janitor in the hallway, and he's like, you know, screw Aquaman, f Aquaman. I think I think so far the humor is okay. 
the very first one we saw where they're like sitting in the diner and they're watching them. I didn't vibe with that at all, but I know I'm probably going to like it, but I, there's so much stuff coming out right now that it's just way on the bottom of my list right now. It is, it is like an afterthought and that's a good thing. Cause look, a lot of these MCU films were like that too. I'm, um, these shows were like that. So I, I don't think I'm not going to, I don't think I'm not going to like it. I just mm-hmm. don't, anything I've seen so far is kind of like, okay, that's fine. Sure. I like the trailer. Uh, I don't want any more trailers. I just want the show to come out. I thought the one at Fandom was good enough. I'm surprised we got another one that was like long, this long again. Mm-hmm. I'm the one thing I like is you walk away from the Suicide Squad, and you only get a little inkling right before he you you think he gets killed that he kind of struggles with this idea like he may not actually believe it and in the and in these two trailers you're seeing he is a more complex character does he necessarily believe what he's doing is right etc um james gunn does a great job with characters he does so i have no doubt we're gonna really like this character and he's gonna nail it um looks funny to an extent there's some jokes that i think are too much some that work i think it's gonna be a really good time I'm down for it. I like Gunn. The only thing I don't like that he's done really is Brightburn, and that's because that movie got really over the top. But other than that, everything else he's done, I either like to love or to absolutely adore, like the Suicide Squad in both Guardians films. So I'm in for it. I got a freaking sweatshirt for it because it was dope. I'm for it. The only thing I I, I don't... (laughs) The only thing that's been like funny to watch is like... All of a sudden, everyone cares about the portrayal of Vigilante. <laughs> like, everyone all of a sudden is like, oh, they have been seeing Vigilante, though. First of all, no one... <laughs> I don't really know that many people who are diehard fans of the Vigilante as a character. The only Vigilante <clears throat> we worry about are us three gentlemen on this show, first of all. So the only Vigilante characterization you need to worry about is us. Give a shit what James Gunn's doing with Vigilante. Give a shit about what we're doing with Vigilante. Oh, wait a second. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> set up for that joke. That was all set up for that joke. Oh, God. No, there are some upset people, though. I, know. I caught it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I caught it. And if you are a diehard Vigilante fan and don't want to Yeah, Chase that's awesome. Me. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't he an arrow at some point? Like, didn't they do him? Yeah, he was an arrow. Yeah, yeah. he was an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm man. not familiar with the character, so mm-hmm. I can neither be offended nor nor <laughs> exalted at, at what I saw in the trailer. He yeah. does look a little silly, but I don't know. I guess it works for the story. Yeah. And sometimes that's what you have to do. Sometimes it's what you have to do with the character. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's what you have to do with the character. Because, I don't know, just making him like another straight-up cold-blooded assassin is like literally the same so you make him like another think, dead shot another blood sport and i'll like do something different with him cool think, suit though i think the thing for a lot of people though is there it when you see a character maybe that you Re- really, really like wanted, yeah. And, yeah. You, and you can't believe that you're going to get that opportunity right mm-hmm. see them in live action and then if it is if it is adapted much differently or whatever i can understand uh i can understand some of that angst if you will but I'm like you, just hearing you talk about it. I have faith in James Gunn, so I think in the end it'll all work out. Yeah, just, one, 100%. It's one of those things where there's so much stuff on our plate, Zeddy, that you know, you're know you trying to, you're pushing that plate towards me, 
of like some Brussels sprouts. And I'm like, nah, pretty good. And you're like, no, but this is going to be good. And I'm like, yeah, they look good. There's some bacon on there and stuff drizzled and looks good. But I'm, I just, like I said, I'm pretty full right now. But I'm, sure, but I'm sure I'll get hungry for the pizza. I think, I think people are hoping that I'm passing you the chocolate cake here, not the Brussels sprouts. I don't Ooh. know. Oh man. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. I mean, I got all the confidence in the world in James Gunn. I'm sure it's going to be great. It, it looks great. I mean, I long said, I think John Cena was definitely born for the role. I think I thought he was great in the movie. He still wasn't the character that I probably would have moved forward when I spun on, but I'm still going to accept it either way. Um, I kind of long said it too before. I think there's maybe a little Barry going on here. You know, the HBO uh, show called Barry. It's like a yeah. dark comedy about a, a, an assassin who kind of has some, PTSD issues going on where he has second doubts of being, you know, a hired gun per se. And uh, no pun intended on that one. Uh, and it kind of looks like in this show, that looks like where we're going to get her. It's obviously probably going to be a redemption for John Cena uh, as Peacemaker, where, you know, maybe he feels a little bit of guilt for what he did in the Suicide Squad. And it's going to kind of be his transition to being, I guess, trying to be a better person, I should say. So it, it is going to be that dark comedy. For sure. I'm very curious how that's going to translate. You know, obviously, it's it's just a little under a month away, too, which, which is crazy, crazy to think, you know. And obviously, nobody watched Doom Patrol. You know, Titans was obviously, was obviously already a bigger show, so it had a bigger following. But uh, I'm very curious to see how this thing tracks, you know, for sure. You know, with uh, kind of Hawkeye ending, Boba Fett hitting, you know, the end of December here, leading into January. Uh you know, and then you have the Batman in March. You know, I'm very curious if this is going to generate all that hype leading into the Batman and the films coming into the DC side later in the year. So I, I guess for me, I'm just hoping that this generates the hype, you know, mm. regardless of if the show is really this good or not. I just want it. Sure. You know, I want people to watch yeah. it. I want the hype to be generated here because this is technically where the test is going to be, right? It's going to lie with Peacemaker. It's not the Batman. It's the thing that comes out before the Batman. So uh, it's... I'm not saying the pressure is there, but you know, I, I, you know, I, I hope it finds its audience, you know, truly, truly I do. Cause it's, it's on the service, you know, and that service has not hit its market yet. So maybe this is the one that starts it off. I don't know. Maybe it's the one. So, yeah, that's interesting. Zed. I, I don't know that there is pressure on this show because like I, it it's out there and like, if it doesn't do well, I still don't. I still think James Gunn has carte blanche to do oh, yeah. what he wants. And yeah. I don't know that it could really be a failure. Yeah, because I think it'll do well enough. To be honest with you, I mean, I think there will be enough eyeballs on it. I don't know how these things. We really don't know if we never hear the failures on streaming, do we? All we hear is the successes, right? <laughs> we yep. never really hear anything. But no, we never really hear anything like really fails though on streaming. I, I dangerous territory here. I don't recall any. I don't recall like I know. I know things go to the box office and they're bad, but I don't really. I, I, do you hear things that come on streaming and it's just like oh, it's a bomb and stuff. That's something that's supposed to be accoladed or whatnot. I'm. No. I'm just trying to think. You know, usually. That's sometimes things happened. are are you. It's more the contrary. Sometimes where you think just review wise is, things get is huge, and then it's and then you realize that oh, you know they'll say only so many people watched it or whatever. That's a good but point. They don't really go out of their way to kind of rip streaming numbers, if you will. That's not that's not the those are not the takes that I see. Yeah. If anything, it's an overabundance of 
optimism or, or numbers with like red, what is it, red notice, and mm-hmm. this was the most streamed or that was the most streamed or Mortal Kombat or whatever. So I think this this thing will do just fine, and I don't think it really has any effect going forward with any of the other projects. You know, I agree with you. Yeah, one hundred percent. Fudge, it's Peacemaker. <laughs> there you go. Um, so guys, actually, the last bit of news that actually just dropped a few hours before recording day. Uh, is uh, so obviously the Batman is gonna be here in just under God, what are we two three months away? That's really really exciting. Uh, but one of the things that dropped was that you know there's they're developing spinoffs outside of the movie. So obviously there's talk of a GCPD one happening, and then there's one of a Penguin show happening. But you know what was not I guess specified was whether or not Colin Farrell, who's playing uh Penguin in the Batman, was gonna actually reprise his role in the movie. I think those of us kind of speculated that he might, but I guess Variety kind of confirmed uh, that Colin Farrell is going to reprise his role as Oswald Cobblepot, you know, Penguin in his own HBO Max series. So, Mr. C, I guess just talk about the confirmation that it is going to be Colin Farrell as Penguin in the series. So, it was confirmed by Variety? Yes. And everyone knows Variety has some of the greatest tastes in the world because they... They had Zack Snyder's Justice League as the only superhero movie. Amazing. In their top ten movies. So whatever Variety says is good with me. Uh, yeah, we, we had heard about this a couple months ago. And I was probably less excited for it then than I am now. Just because we got that second trailer from that masterpiece. Which I don't even know if I need the movies. To like Just to do... Uh, so what's not to be excited about with Colin Farrell, who looks absolutely like nothing I've seen, nothing like him for sure. And for him to go through all that makeup and, and portray this role and be that interested in it, there is a lot there. There are some characters to develop. Yeah. And old Chester Cobblepot. It's coming. Yeah, man. Um, I love Colin Farrell, and I like what we I like what we got of him in the trailer. I'm totally down for the show. I'm excited. Easy, sweetheart. The, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I like, the only thing why I I'm it's gonna come off with just voice. I'm not as excited. It's like I yeah. You sound really down, man. You okay? We already knew this was coming. Are you okay? We already knew this was coming, yeah. and I actually think that the oh, article you're an MCU stand. I well, forgot. Well, now I am. I, uh, Freddie, why I are thought, we let him talk? He's I an MCU stand. Don't say that, because now if people just listen to this the first time, they're going to think I'm an actual MCU stand. How dare you? But He's I am also a phase a four campaign MCU manager. For Kristen, for Stewart. Kristen Stewart. You're right. You're damn right I am. <laughs> yeah. You made me lose my thought. What about no. Andrew Garfield? Well, listen. He's my spiritual winner this year. Okay. I feel like it's Will Smith, but okay. my spiritual winner okay. is Andrew Garfield. Okay, okay. You can find <laughs> those. Love, I like to take him off topic. You, you can find those pics on TikTok <laughs> at Nico Caruso, not here on the Vigilante <laughs> 39. We're talking about other things. How much is steak you had for dinner? Shut, shut your damn mouth. Yeah. It was a little undercooked. <laughs> was it really? No, I'm just kidding. Because I want to piss you off. <laughs> so, so, so here's why. We already knew it was coming, and I already figured he would be playing the penguin again. Uh, so yeah. it was just confirmation of something we already knew today, not to downplay it. Someone check on Mr. Peter Vera. I know he's through the roof. I'm so happy for him because you know what? The Penguin's his favorite guy. Damn right. He deserves a Penguin series with Colin Farrell. So happy for Pete. I'm excited. 
this show is probably going to slap because the Batman's going to slap, which by the transitive property means anything that comes out of the Batman is going to slap. Therefore, this will slap. I was told to stop using slap on Twitter. I will not be silenced. As Leo DiCaprio said in The Wolf Wall Street, I'm not fucking leaving. You're going to have to send the National Guard to make me stop saying slaps. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Slaps, slaps, slaps. The article is misleading, though, and I saw multiple sites report, like, like take it and say something wrong, and I'm not trying to, like, say, huh, huh, you, you guys didn't read. I'm just trying to say, like, headlines are crazy, man, when you don't read. They're like, he'll, rep- he'll reprise his role in another Batman spinoff. No, the actual thing is, oh, he's confirmed to star in the Penguin show. That that headline makes it look sound like there's another spinoff in which he will appear. Because oh, people assumed a spinoff of Colin Farrell's Penguin is in development. Colin Farrell set to reprise his role in another Batman spinoff. Yeah. The Penguin, starring Colin Farrell. I'm like, well, so the headline was for clicks. It was obviously for clicks to be vague. That's how Variety does it. Because speaking of Variety, they're also the ones who drop the Eternals. Spoiler, so mute variety on Yikes. Monday, December 13th, if you don't want any No Way Home things spoiled for you. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. The Penguin's a character uh, that's a staple for Batman. And this take, I imagine, is going to be very special because Colin Farrell is a outstanding actor. And I can't wait to see a spin in this show. Yeet. Yeah. Slaps. Elite. Bang. Lovely. Bing bong. If you know, you know. If you know what that just was, please DM me so I can virtually high five you. We don't. Bing bong. No, you don't. Zeddy might. Bing bong. That's amazing. That is amazing. You got some. You got some fuzz in your eyebrow. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fix it. Sorry. <laughs> it was amazing. bothering me that whole time. I was trying to wake up when you when you were uh, walking over there. Bing That's bong. Amazing. Bing bong. Thanks for waking me up. There you go. Um, so I, I, I'm, you know, I guess I'm excited. There's confirmation that it's going to be him. I kind of, like I said, already assumed it would be him. I didn't see how this was going to be tied to the Batman and when it wasn't going to be Colin Farrell starring in the role. So I guess kudos to them for just confirming that it is him. He's an incredible actor. I mean, I don't got to name all the films that he's in. Just go look it up for yourself. I mean, this is an A plus, uh, the fact that they got him on board to continue on in the role. Another point that I love it even more, too, is, you know, assuming the Batman's going to come and it's going to be spectacular, which I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's going to be, you know, a masterpiece in the Batman filmography here. But, you know, Batman films don't come every other year, right? We're still we're still in this in, in this day and age where, you know, they really do take their time, you know, to get their craft right with these Batman movies. So I think it's it's genius that develop these spinoffs on the side and maybe just keep the hype going you know, for Batman in general. So I, I think it's great that, you know, there's a GCPD show that's going to come out, you know, probably after the Batman. And then you got this Penguin show that's probably going to come out sometime between the sequel to the Batman and the GCPD show. So, you know, while Matt Reeves is probably taking another three, four years to develop the sequel to the Batman, you're still expanding the universe, which I, which I enjoy. You know, you're still keeping the Batman in my eyes, which is what I want, you know, so... I don't want to go these four or five years, you know, without a sequel to that movie. You know, we're definitely beyond that era of superhero uh, content. So I, I, I love the move just for the fact that it just keeps it keeps content rolling. You know, for HBO Max, it keeps the Batman uh, specifically fresh in my eyes. So I think that's when I'm really, really excited for the most. 100%. So, but 
man, believe it or not, I think that is everything that yeah. happened in my the nerd God. space, the comic book community here. And we did it in a crisp hour 10. Look at that. That's it. Wow. I'm impressed. But stuff. Uh, well, that movie came out in 2019. I mean, not. Uh, no, no oh, way home. Okay. No way okay. home. Stuff. Wow. What about No Way Home? That's a big whiff by you there, huh? There you go. I was uh, still sleeping from your. Oh, uh, big whiff there. Mm-hmm. What about Are the... you still asleep? What about. Are you still asleep? He's talking about Far From Home. This what guy about... fell asleep and went back to 2019. What this guy the... went to get the stones. What about the three <laughs> iconic villains and their uh, and their appearance in Brazil? That was a great panel. Go watch that. That was a great panel. <laughs> That was outstanding. Too much talk about. William. Because I'll go on for 20 minutes. No, no, no. I'll go on for 30 minutes about that. Bing bong. What about Tom Holland when he said that uh, that uh, the Kingpin bought the Avengers Tower? He he didn't say the Kingpin. He didn't say that. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) There's only one thing I'm worried about. If they do Parker Industries, I will. I will. Parker Industries. I will be very, very, very. Very upset. <laughs> that has the protection <laughs> of all oh, of No Way Home for me. And, a... and the logo of Parker Industries is going to be red and yellow. Uh, what about yeah. the music, the lovely music that... Wait for my Wait, call it in, oh, mother fudger. Okay, 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 Wait okay, for okay, my okay, call okay, it in. Okay. This guy likes to I jump the gun. I should call him Jumpy. Under my skin. <laughs> That's also a great oh, A24 film. Scary. It is, it is a great it is, there you go. Wasn't that your wedding song? No. But it's a beautiful song. That yeah, wasn't your wedding song? No, that was not my wedding song. What was your wedding song? Come Raider from Shane. You told me like two different songs. No. It was under the skin. No. Nah, nah. No. It was no. under the skin. No. I remember this conversation because I put it on a playlist. It was on a playlist for some family party because I asked you what your wedding what song was. You told me that song. Nope. Get this fucking guy out of here. No. This guy's losing his mind. I gotta come up. With this guy's thinking. Now. This guy's Let thinking far from. Me. This guy thinks far from home is coming out now. This guy's in twenty nine. <laughs> Man, this, no guy's, home. this guy's in the mold from home. This guy <laughs> fell asleep and went back in time. This guy fell asleep and home went back sweet in time. Home sweet home. Home sweet home. Oh, man. I, I guess gotta, it is. I Chew dog shit. I'm going home to a place where I belong. And I don't know the rest uh, of You the do the call it in first. Call, it, call in first. it in. But, Daddy, he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Well, son, there's a track called Track 19. Oh, oh. I'm not spoiling. I'm not spoiling anything. My call oh. is plain and simple. There was a soundtrack leak yesterday that was 100. They say that a hero. Not going to stand. Oh, yes, I listen to half the. You know what? Today. You're not a real fan, man. No, I'm a real fan. <laughs> you want to know why? Because <laughs> the real fan does the reconnaissance okay. to oh, make damn sure. Something is true. And all you need to know is track 19 sent me into a different stratosphere. Oh, boy. Stay tuned for December 16th or 17th or whenever the hell you see the movie. Stay tuned. Thwip, thwip, thwip. Mm. Up, up, and away, Web. That's Shazam. That's a great reference, Eddie. That's one of the goats. (laughs) That's my whole call. Fly, Web. That's my call in is track 19. Track 19. If you want to know what track 19 is and don't give a damn about potential DM spoilers, you. please DM me. Track if 19 not, is get over here, mother hugger. I'm not going to go any further than that because people. And I'm not saying spoilers, but track 19. That's not a spoiler. It was just a song I really enjoyed. Track 19. Track 19. 
It's it's no, it's no ladder forty nine, but I'll take it. I'm just kidding. I'm just track nineteen. <laughs> track nineteen. Mr. Z, what are you calling in? Wow, I'm gonna call in the fact 19. that uh, track nineteen. I am just like I was telling Nico last night. He's still thinking of one. No, no, it's just he's laughing. He's still thinking of one. Stop, stop. That was perfect. <laughs> I know he doesn't go right for it. He's thinking no. one. No, 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 no. He had all that time in the world making fun of me. No, instead he makes fun of me instead of coming up with a call. Oh, God, this guy. Is I'm sleep deprived uh, right now. I'm sleep deprived. He's right still now. stalling. Come on now. I'm calling in. I told you last night that. It's kind of hard to concentrate on anything right now until okay, we see yeah. this movie. Yes. Zeddy, I am just <laughs> like a, what, what is he saying um, in, in, in the, um, the Will Ferrell movie of emotions? He's I'm a, a glass case. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a glass, a glass case, case of emotions. I'm in a glass case of emotions right now. I'm calling it in because like, it just seems like my thoughts are wandering and straying. And they're yeah, very, it's it's true. like there's webbed in my head, and I'm just that kind I'm of counting, counting no, down the days. It did rhyme. You know, here's what I'm going to call in seriously. Oh, now we thought for me, <laughs> and I, I, you know, I know people will say I'm wrong, and, and I'm not going to get into a big debate on this, but I honestly feel like this is bigger than Endgame. I mm-hmm. don't know. I I don't know. I'm probably wrong. It's probably just me. It's probably just me. But for some reason, because we had the Infinity War and I kind of knew what was going to happen because we all knew those guys were going to come back and everybody that was dead, obviously, wasn't going to stay dead. We all had kind of our preconceived notions, as we do with this movie. But this is just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like it's endgame level. Let but me that's, me, that's what I'm calling Let it. me be straight up with you. Yeah. It, it depends on how technical you want to be because people like to be technical sometimes. I literally, from a pure hype standpoint, I firmly agree with you. Okay. I think maybe it's because this is the biggest thing out of COVID. But man, Endgame was nuts. But like you said, we kind of knew what was going to happen. There was press. There was more press. Dude, they're literally only showing you 40 minutes. They're hiding characters. They're not allowed to ask questions. They're doing limited press. AMC froze for three hours. That did not happen with Avengers Endgame. That did not happen. That did not happen. The mystery around these two guys, I think there's more actual fan hype for this, I think, right now than there was for Endgame. Because the Endgame, like you said, we kind of knew people were going to come back. It was just, how is this thing going to cap off? I literally think the hype for this. I have, People were not craving and fighting for information this much for Endgame. There were not this many leaks for Endgame. I don't think so. There was one leaked picture from Endgame. And yes, the plot leaked the week of, but um, that's it. I mean, people are fighting to find any inkling of information. Yeah, this one's been heavily guarded, man. Yeah. Call it in. Man, not to keep this totally Spider-Man here, but I am calling in the fact that uh, No Way Home Ticket Frenzy, man, uh, so obviously tickets went on sale on November 
29th, uh, which was uh, 11 p.m., I guess, our time, Central Standard Time. And uh, you best believe that Nico and I stayed up on time at 11 p.m. to make sure that one of us got tickets for No Way Home. Little did we know that literally AMC Theaters, like the app, like the website, crash, man. I'm talking like you had to get placed in this virtual line where you were almost in there for like an hour to two hours, 40 minutes, whatever. And then when you got in, man, you had like 10 minutes uh, just to select your seat. And then there was, there was even a possibility that the time that you wanted could be gone. I mean, I've never personally ever witnessed anything like that in my life. Like, I've never not been able to get tickets to a movie. And knowing that I might not be able to get tickets to a movie. And, and you know, you best believe that I was going to stay up till almost 3 in the morning to make sure that us at Vigilante... We're going to see that movie opening night because there was no way that I was going to go to bed not knowing that we were going to be able to see that movie. And, you know, you guys are my heroes because uh, especially you, Zeddy, because I know what you did. I know Nico tried, but he's still not quite there yet. His journey, his story still remains to be told. But I know (laughs) I'm going to tell you a funny story. I, I happened to pop my head downstairs and I asked him and he's like, no, not yet. I was very pissed off. And I had to get up really early that day, and I was laying on the couch, mm-hmm. and I checking my phone, and I'm looking at the tweets from two, you two young men with some major disappointment and frustration. And I remember going, putting my head on that pillow, and the last thing I thought of before I went off into sleepy land, into spidey sleepy land, was you're already wow. <laughs> I was thinking, wow, we may not see this movie opening night. Yeah. And I was like, I was kind of like, you know, like thinking like, wow, that could be a major thing. Yeah. And then at some point I know I woke up at like four or five and Nico was like, we got him. And he's like, tip the cap to Zeddy. Zeddy is a, for no one that knows, he is an AMC VIP. Stub I'm member. literally, we joke about his AMC stub shit, it's but that, work. that must have helped because yeah. This motherfucker got to the checkout. Dude, I said fuck four times or one. Whoa. I said for entertainment. Dude, you missed a good transition. Come on. Now, Zeddy got to the checkout more times than me. I never got to a checkout. His times waiting in line were always shorter than mine. Doesn't surprise me. (laughs) End the show. End the show. End the show. Oh, man. Yeah, so obviously, of course, take it secured. Thursday and unfortunately was not IMAX which was what we wanted but we're seeing it opening night and that's what matters it's, we're in my prime seats though we are we are we're so in Ro Nico we're in Ro Nico Ro E at the yeah. AMC in Oakbrook is Ro Nico that's yeah. my row so that's my row hype level to the max you know 100% so just hitting up Ro Nico oh amazing you know I, I'm literally like I have no words to say that you know I'm just you know it's here like we're we're literally a week away at this point, which is well, almost two weeks away, but you know, just under over a week away, which is unbelievable. So it's it's crazy, man. And speaking of yeah, please, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Nico, we got one more pit stop before the movie, don't we? One more. One more pit stop. We do. Uh back in March we did some really, really really fun because we have some amazing pals in the space we did a tailgate the week before Zack Snyder's Justice League we did it on YouTube uh, we brought on you know 10 plus people to hang out have a drink have anything wear something 
yeah, you know, justly related. Have a good time. Doing that again. Spidey, round two, this Friday, December 10th, 8.30 p.m. Our YouTube page will be launching along with this virtual tailgate. We got a lot of guests coming. We got some who might come on last minute. Come hang out in the comments. Maybe we'll throw you on. We're going to do the Spider-Man No Way Home tailgate. Vigilante V39 tailgate number two in anticipation for No Way Home. YouTube. No takes com. are bad takes. No takes are bad takes. No. Except if you don't think Tobey Maguire is the greatest Spider-Man of all time. I will kick you <laughs> off. Just kidding. We're celebrating three generations of Spider-Man on film. Yeah. No take is a bad take. All takes are good takes because at the end of the day, we're celebrating the greatest superhero of all time. Whoa. And you can't have a bad take when you're Whoa, celebrating that. You said what I said. I said what I said. I've spoken. I've spoken. So uh, come hang out Friday night. We'll oh, be yeah. tweeting about it all week. It's going to be legendary. And show us your Spidey stuff. We're going to be asking you to send your your favorite Spidey stuff all week too. We're going to send yeah. it pretty soon. So uh, enjoy. Please come hang out. It's going to be... It's going to slap. Flip, flip, baby. Let's go. Pizza time. Let us know what you want. I get pizzas, everybody. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's everything. Holy moly. Wow. Did it in under just 90 minutes. That's amazing. Wow. But, Mr. C, before we before yes, we sir. get on out of here and go back into the multiverse, please yes, plug sir. everything that you got going on, sir. Yes, I. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Caruso Jr. And I want everyone to immediately, if you don't already, to subscribe to our, our great podcast, Right Between the Eyes, our BTE podcast that we do with our great friend Rob Byer, drummer Rap 10. It is our show, Three Generations of the Rock Band Kiss. We've got a dynamite episode coming up this Thursday. We both got a chance to see them on this tour. Hoping it's not the end, but we're going to recap our experiences and talk about the end of the road kiss tour you can follow me at nico caruso that's at n-i-k-k-o-c-a-r-u-s-o on twitter instagram letterbox and tiktok i do movie reviews on tiktok it's a ball uh stay tuned for spidey when that movie comes out i have to burp and i'm holding it in and it hurts really bad um you can follow me there uh also follow at Italians for Spidey, the Italian coalition that I do with my father and our good friend, Mr. Peter Vera. You're going to see him Friday uh, from Straight Out of Gotham and Batman on film. Uh, we've had a little hiatus due to multiple schedules changing, but don't you worry. We're trying to get in one more episode before No Way Home comes out, and you best believe we're going to have a review of that as well. So stay tuned for that. Follow that. Come hang out. Come talk to me. I love I love getting involved on Twitter. I, I love talking on tweets. I love talking in DMs. Love it. It's a good time. It's you even like time. talking to yourself. I even like talking to myself. <laughs> don't talk to strangers, baby, don't you? Yeah, don't talk to strangers. Talk to me. I'm not a stranger. No one's a stranger in my book. <laughs> Zeddy, bring us home safe. That's amazing. Bro. Thank you guys as always. as always. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Nick Zenick. It's just my name, N-I-C-K-Z-E-D-N-I-K. Feel free to go follow my letterbox at Zeddy Films. I try to watch one movie tv show a week to keep everything up to date maybe give you guys some recommendations let you know what's good out there or not good out there uh a lot more good out there though trust me um at least that i watch uh so give give everything a follow you guys can follow this show on twitter at vigilante 1939 as nico said december 10th youtube 8 30 central standard time be there no way home tailgate party wear your spider-man jersey aka shirt onesie pajamas i don't care Editing Spider-Man related. You got a memorabilia, a comic, 
a trophy, anything, anything like Spider-Man related. Tweet us all week long at Vigilante1939. The hype is real and knowing home, and we're really going to kick it off. And I'm very, very excited for all that stuff. And obviously, you can always rate and review Vigilante1939 on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and find us wherever else get your podcast at. So that is going to about do it. I believe. I can't wait for everything that's to come. It's going to be so exciting. We're just a week away. Got one more episode until the big one, guys. Man, my hub, my hub is real with that one. But I look forward to hopefully seeing all of you guys in the YouTube comments this Friday, as always. Hope you guys can join us. It's going to be a great time. So for Nico Crusoe, for his father, Nick Crusoe Jr., my name is Xanding. As Michael Keaton's Batman always says, I want you to tell your friends about me. We live in a society. Pizza time. That was great. We were in sync. Peace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.